Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right. Are you ready? Beautiful. Do you know, do you know what um, admires me most about you? Okay, and this is... I mean, that was a sorry, amazingly this constructive is, sentence. This is, this is how I used to flirt when I was 16. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really admire Do you know what I just uh, really find fascinating about you? Um, is, and this is why I said, Pete and I, when we, and Francis, who's not here, when we were in Edinburgh, um, and we went, to, we went to the Edinburgh Awards, mm. the one which you won. It's still the Perrier Award, right? The, is uh, it? No, it's, not long, it's just the Edinburgh Comedy Award at the moment, but people just kind of refer it to it. Okay, the Edinburgh, Edinburgh Comedy Award, uh-huh. which you won. Um, firstly, the best thing about it was you got on stage and you were hugging Steve Coogan um, and last year's winner who was... John Robbins. John Robbins. And Hannah Gadsby, they're both here. And Hannah was not there. And you were hugging them both and you mouthed to the crowd when you're having your phone taking, what the fuck is happening? (laughs) (laughs) So, it was so good. But the thing that I admire most is that, you know, France and I, it was the first time we've ever been up there in Mm. terms of having our own show up there. We did Mm. three nights... You did that show every single night for a month, all of August. The hustle, the the <laughs> the the pride, the kind of ambition. It's just I can't because we had our show in, and realized how much it meant to us. And we did three days. Mm. You've done that for a month. It's your livelihood. All the you know, France and I very much we have a we have a curse and a blessing. The blessing is that people will just come and watch us because yeah. it's Francis and I. Yeah. The curse is is that they come and watch it and they like it just because it's Francis and I, rather than yeah. the content within it. What you have, you don't have that luxury in a sense. People are coming to watch you who aren't really knowing you sometimes. Yeah. And and the fact that you then win that award and you're celebrated at the end of that month is the most insane thing because you have hustled your ass off for that long. And that's what I find so amazing that everyone in that room, it's it meant so much to to everyone in there. That's who, so good. And, and, and it's insane. It's insane, you know what I mean? I think it, it is, but it, it is, you're exactly right, but that's every performer doing a month in Edinburgh. That's what makes it such an intense, crazy place because everyone is doing the same thing. Everyone is doing a show. You know, most people are doing a show uh, every day for a month. And I think, though, the hustle of it is not just that year. It's the 
years you do Edinburgh. Like there are people, I've only done Edinburgh, I guess this is my fourth year doing a whole month in Edinburgh every every year. But people there have been doing it for like 10 years on the trot, like every single, every single year, Fuck August, <laughs> every single day in August performing. And it's crazy. And you're right. Like, you know, the first year I came, uh, did this, did, did a show in Edinburgh. It was at the top of a, a fucking like nightclub called Espionage and in not a room. Did you get, did you get free entry afterwards? No, no, not at all. It was, we, 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 me and my friend Guy performed in front of a fireplace. Uh, That's so hot. The end of a bar, yeah, at the end of a bar, a bar which became a espresso martini bar halfway through the fringe. Uh, and so we walked in, we're like, what the fuck's going on here? So everyone got hopped up on espresso martinis during our show. But then it was from that to like every year incrementally, like you uh, have people in your first year come, they don't know who you are, so you're trying to impress them. And then the second year, you know, coming back going, you know, we some people know who you are, some people don't, and it, it, it's kind of the it was so. This year was like a culmination of all of that stuff, but um, but no, it is tiring, but it's just you know that's it's insane in the though. It's insane. Yeah. Um, hello everyone, welcome back to part two of Private oh. Parts. We're still talking with Rose Matafeo. Do you like my little? Love that, yeah, you like yeah. that Everyone's little lingo going on? <laughs> yes, um, some reverb on that. But I, I remember, I remember. Maybe I've said this before, but I remember I had a date once, and it wasn't Congrats, really. Date. I, I went, yeah, <laughs> I went and met my my one of my person I was dating's parents, and we went to like a country pub. Mm-hmm. And remember, we were sitting by the fire, mm-hmm. and I wore a jacket. I wore a tweed jacket because I thought this is the thing to do. Yeah, in the country, uh, yeah, yeah, in the yeah. country I wear this. Fuck me! It was just like a furnace, and then I was like, "I'm so hot!" And I went to the bathroom and opened up my jacket, and I had sweated so much that the sweat patches had met in the middle. <laughs> so kissing I, each other. So I couldn't take my jacket off. So for the whole meal, I'd sit there with a jacket on, and they kept going, "Are you? You look really hot!" And I was like, "No, no, I'm fine. I, feel, I wish I was wearing a polo neck. I feel good." <laughs> yeah. Why don't you just move away from the fire? Oh, I don't know, because it was just that there's a fire. Also, like, why do you have a tweed jacket? So many questions going on here. <laughs> yeah, what a, year was this? It was like... 1954? when I was 16, all right? That was awkward. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's the right. awkward years. Oh, that's so sweet. But this is, you know, your show that you won in Edinburgh um, uh, was all about the lead singer of Franz well, Ferdinand. Uh, not all not about, all about but inspired sorry. by. But yeah. inspired by. Well, you can explain it. Why don't you explain it to everyone? Oh, no, there's just one joke in my show who uh, where it's uh, talking about... Because the show is sort of about, I mean, exactly that. That kind of being a being teenager, single, yeah, being, yeah, being, yeah, being single, being alone, yeah. being you know, being depressed, single. Being, you know, yeah, yeah, I was yeah, very yeah. much yeah. single. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, the whole show is about how I've kissed, uh, you know, I, I kissed nine boys in my life. In and, total, um, you know. Well, it's uh, you know, <laughs> they have changed since. Uh, oh, now they know. Uh, now that you got that <laughs> once, sweet. Yeah, once, once you won Edinburgh, you literally had three in a night. You were like, here we go. Exactly. I knew, not it, even, I knew it'd pay off. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, now, now, now it's I'm off. literally just. Turning boys down. Oh my god, we're getting a double digits. Um, <laughs> uh, let's just say it's double digits, boy. Um, I uh, no, so it's all about that. But being a kind of a nerdy, nerdy teenager and that kind of um, a lot of stuff about like the early kind of two thousands internet and stuff. And um, one of the stories is just that I got kicked off a, a message board. Uh, I was a big fr- a, a Franz, message board. Yeah, I was a big Franz Ferdinand fan, and I got kicked off. Which can we just is fucking niche. I mean, yeah, no, I don't know. 
was too niche. Do Prince you know? and Anna uh, were big in the no, early 2000s. I get that they were big, but like, if I, I would be like, say, I was like an Oasis fan, or like, you know, you go the- we were different circles, though. If we, <laughs> if, we met, yeah. if we met as teenagers, we would not. <laughs> I reckon not we would have made out. I reckon. No way. <laughs> yeah, no way. I would have oh, worn a Jamie. tweed jacket in a pub, and I would have. Jamie, <laughs> I can promise you, we never would have. I think I know, but no. And, and in terms of no, you would have been like disgusted by me. We would have no, met at a party. I disagree. No, no, no. You would have. We would have no. Okay, what would have happened is that we would have met at a party mm-hmm. and we would have had a really fun time together and talked and stuff, mm-hmm. and then you would have ended you up making up with someone me. else. You no, no, no. You me. would be like making out with someone else in the distance, and I'd be like, yeah, nah, cool. Jamie. slowly walk past me when I'm making out, and then going, yeah, Jamie, go for it. Yeah, literally, that is happened support. to me. <laughs> exactly that, and it would be like I always got that actually. I always got on with boys. Like I would always like you know, if you're a, a bit of a tomboy as well, you'd yeah. always kind of like really get on with boys like and you're like oh my god this is so great and then you'd always see them making out with someone else and you're like oh cool I need to change my strategy somehow because this is a nightmare and also just before we get into your show I had Mm. that I remember when I first went to university I I had a girlfriend for like the first year Mm -hmm. and then I was kind of the fun bubbly one like I've said this before but I was like the fun bubbly one I didn't really like DJ or like do like club nights or like as if there's a requirement what are you talking about (laughs) true the requirements the requirements of being cool at university is if you are the if you take the weird drugs like if you if you're taking like the yeah. really cool ones like the acids if you take you are oh, fucking yes. oh, oh you are in boy. the cool bunch yeah. there yeah if you uh can dj you're really cool there or if you're like kind of quirky things I was kind of just like the fun bubbly one that everyone loved and I was like energetic and running around the place and you could dare me to a street naked across rugby pitches yeah. but that does not get you laid <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> no. it does not get you laid at yeah, all yeah you're like a bit part and kind of like that kind of romp like fraternity romp you'd see yeah you know what I mean you're like but, but so you didn't get the girl at the end. So you right. you really liked Franz Ferdinand and uh, and yeah. you would kiss nine boys and so like, well yeah the Franz Ferdinand thing is that I I had a, a crush on the lead singer and then and it's come full circle now where he uh, is um, he came to the show did he anyway, yeah and then I met him and I met him in Edinburgh and then I came to the show in London and he's just like a cool guy and, it's and the then you had sex with him that no. is insane that is insane <laughs> no he's a very nice guy no because I mean it was it was funny because it was like it was such a teenage crush and then as an as an adult like kind of revisiting that and then meeting and then meeting someone in that kind of being like what the f-? like an out of body experience going, how That's sick so is that though that is insane isn't yeah it? it's, it's awesome and he's here, so, yeah he's like a child it's basically childhood here and you're going and he's so nice and so awesome and but also like a normal guy and like I'm an adult now and you're like oh yeah Oh yeah, this is fine. I'm like, I'm an adult. Like, it's, I can but, I can interact with you on a completely, you know. But do you know? Do you know how like um, how humbling that would be, and like how nice that would be for him to like under like have that yeah. kind of experience. You know what I mean? And he's such a cool dude as well. Like, it was so such a relief to meet someone who you know you you idolize as a teenager and then not a fucking asshole. I, yeah, right. dude, that, you is, know? that is the Incredible. best. So I, cool. I still think the best thing if I. 
if I ever like had sex with, like Denise Richards, you know, from like I would wild things when I was younger, or like yeah, yeah, yeah. I had like a <laughs> yeah. If I had yeah, yeah. ever had no, sex with this. Denise no, Richards, no, but like, I would no. If we do it, and, we, and like oh, I love that, I love that was who you chose as well. Okay, fine, let's little little world is not enough. She was hot in that. Carmen Electra. Who who did I? Oh my god, I love this. Is just painting a picture of sixteen-year-old Jamie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With your taste, that's amazing. Carmen Electra and Denise. If I didn't, and we ended up having sex as we're having sex I'd go I'd go to don't make the movement no I'm, I'm gonna make I'm don't actually making the movement yeah, I would go I know don't do I that I would be making the movement <laughs> I, and I would out. I would go up with you I would go such a big fan such a big fan I'm starting to realise why you didn't get laid in the first year of university. So I, just have a, I just have a vision of you kissing the lead singer from France no, right there. No, no, no I have it. and then you just pull away going no. I have dreamt of this day since <laughs> I was no. 15. I just wish. He's a friend now. He's, I know. he's a, my I friend. I qualify him as like a friend now. I say. that point. Well, yeah, no, I, yeah, of course. <laughs> I met him once. Yeah, 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 so of course he's okay. a friend. I would call it, yeah, 100%. Then. One of the, I was talking to someone about your show, one of the amazing things was that it kind of developed as the month went on. Yes, yeah. So when I saw it, I think he just responded to a tweet or yeah. something and then he came to the show and then it ended with a picture of you together. Yes, yeah. Oh, so that, that's that journey. Yeah, yeah, it was a journey. It was so so I did the show in Melbourne as well. So at that point in Melbourne it was just one joke. Then yeah. on the bus, uh, I was in uh, back in London, I was like, I just did a preview of the show and I was like, maybe I'll just tweet him and see if he could like help me out with this ending. And then yeah. I did tweet him and that became the ending and then it just developed from there and it was just like, Incredible. it was just a real, it was so exciting because I mean, the whole thing was changing. But th- that is the most amazing thing about comedy, right? Is that it's not, as yet, unless it's like observational type thing, but still with that, that's your own, your own personal experience. Comedy mm. is normally based on your own experience. It's like a yeah. song, right? It's like yeah. you're writing right, yeah. so And the best thing about it is that when you're doing that, to do the comedy show that you've written and wrote and directed and all these things, but then also be going on that journey as well at the same mm-hmm. time. It's like an in, it's like a mind fuck, man. It's like an inception. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's insane. Well, it's a bit. I think that's a great thing about stand up, though, is that like oftentimes it's just you. You know, you're the one. It's so self. Like you've got a lot of people helping you out, make it, and you know, even you know, direct it and produce it. But ultimately, you're the one writing it and performing it. So you're. It was that, so when it was always changing. It was a case of me re-editing a fucking video like hours before the show, like going to do the show every day, or like changing slides or all of that stuff. And because that's all down to you, it's like that's what makes it exciting. Because it's like yeah. maybe I'm just you know. But what's what's your process as well? So what is your process? What is do, you, process? do you what is your? I don't know what my process is. What God. is your process? <laughs> do you, do you, do you um. Do you walk around the streets and go and remember something and go, oh shit, that's funny, write it down there, and then slowly by slowly you collect together a lot of stories and notes and then make a show? Or do you sit down and go, right, I want to write something about my teenage years, mm. go. How do you go about doing it? Um, with me, I, I, I focus on writing shows because I just do, fest- I do like, you know, the festivals every year. I often just go, what's an I like I think of an idea like an overall concept that I want to write stuff about so, so the, the overall narrative in a sense yeah or like yeah or just like a really quite vague or broad concept okay and then because it changes so it's to see where it goes from there so I did a show like set, called Sassy Best Friend which is like a show about how I always feel like I'm the like the sassy best friend in my own life you know what I mean like I'm not the lead in my own life and then but then that turned into a show about like personality and like you know finding who you are as a person then it turned into a show about how I took 
gave up the birth control pill. So you find all these weird diversions. What, just randomly? Like yeah, 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 exactly. No. What? But what happens, to, what happens throughout the year? So I started writing that show. When I started writing it, I went off the pill. So then the show became a th- thing about me going off the pill and like having like this withdrawals from all these hormones that I've been taking for years. So then it became into that. So, so you then so, you started know. snorting the, the birth control Yeah, exactly. Pill. Yeah, I put, it, I put it up my ass like a Stevie Nicks. I just had guys blow it straight in with a straw. So I was like, get it up there. Um, and it was an amazing experience that I wrote about I also, show, lo- I also love it. I also love it. It's like a, guys, as next to loads of people below you, there's a line of people with crushed no, up you got to take it every day. Ready to blow it up. you got to take it every day, man. Uh, but wait, 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 so what was the reason to, to come off birth control? Because you just, you, you it was a... It's going to be crazy. Yeah, because this happens to people, doesn't it? Yeah. It, and, and, and also, this is what I find, and for girls, right, so my girlfriend as well really didn't like it mm. at, at all. And also, especially to be an entertainer, right, and to be this person, firstly, psychologically, you're going through, I think all entertainers can probably agree with this, is that mm-hmm. you go through psychological issues, like all sort of mental health issues in terms of, are we funny? Are, you know, are you this? Are you that? Are, are, are you, are, were you funny that night what, have I suddenly lost that sort of you get writers but mm. all these kind of things and then couple that with taking something which is messing with your hormones yeah. it, it completely sends you crazy right well yeah it's, uh, for me uh, for me it was like I think birth control is very important and everyone should find what works for them but for me it was like I didn't know who I was without something out like another an external factor like knowing that I was putting something into myself that was changing it made me paranoid as to yeah. who I actually was as a person and even though like my skin shit now and I am still you know wildly unhappy often um, <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, at least I know Preaching that's mine to the choir. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly but at least I know that's all within my body I'm not doing sure. something to mess me up but it's interesting with like you know performing and in, like you know as you say like yeah it's a whole nother level of of of, of paranoia and that it sense. is and, and what we were saying that we we're talking about this before performing is such an unnatural state to be in like human human bodies are already stressed out like too much for how they're biologically kind of made up to deal with it adding that adding to that the uh, adrenal kind of fatigue of performing and putting yourself in those situations just fucks your body i think it's really funny pete i want to find if you feel the same thing so i so i think we all probably around this table can it can unarrogantly say i think we're all naturally funny right we're naturally funny i would say i'd say two out of three i would say i would say and i'm not saying sorry pete (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know you were going thinking about me (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) But the thing is, what I found is that, uh, and you know, and my whole my whole sort of career in terms of entertainment pretty much has been about improv, ad libbing. So I don't yeah. reality shows about improv, right? You yeah. just improv the entire time and things like that. Having done a show now, what psychologically happens for me is that you do a show, you've written it. It's kind of I've gone from being completely improv to something which is completely structured, mm. right? And so therefore, it's quite hard to then balance it out where you go from something so structured then suddenly just doing improv again. Mm. It's, I find yeah. that psychologically quite tricky because I go, wait, hang on a second. Normally, I'm quite naturally being funny, but yet I've been doing structure stuff for so mm. long. So therefore, it, it's tough, right? I find that quite psychologically hard, I think. Yeah. And then also the other side of it is where you then constantly think well, I am constantly thinking about being funny, and and right. that becomes tough because you're like, shit. You don't want to force it. Do you, you get stressed out by that? I mean, because I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think I do. I find it really interesting in terms of because you came from a background of 
you know, working in TV, but you have to improv. I, I, I never even re- thought about that because I do improv as well, but I never think of it as you're, you are literally doing improv so, like, for the, the entire time. thing. All the yeah. time. But I, I think what happened to, I think, you know, also, it, it, instead of, instead of, you know, t- sort of polluting my body with the pill, I was probably polluting my body with other things. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, Pretty sick, bro. Yeah, yeah really Congrats. weird, like, alcohol and, you know, lack of sleep. Um, and I think, so I then, when I was doing improv mm. with, with Made in Chelsea and things like that, psychologically I kind of I sort of lost myself because firstly I was just not sleeping and drinking and all that kind of stuff the whole entire time and second I was like oh my god I was like who am I I, I'm this guy on TV who has to be yeah like the whole time so then I was bringing that into everyday life because I thought that's why people liked me and then I lose it then you go and do stand up uh, sort of like a show in a sense we're doing stand up in a weird kind of way um, or a little bit of it and then you think okay am I now being funny here because this is now structured it's not being just doing improv Mm. this is actually me having and Francis having written something for people to watch and perhaps they're not going to find that funny so then maybe we're not even funny and we're just funny improv yeah. ooh that train how, don't how, get on that train how different how different do you think you are on stage and off like do you think there is a big gap because I think you must suffer from that thing of you're so you're being ma- you're kind of vamping so much for when you're on TV you're like you're you're doing so much you're like you've got the instinct to entertain yeah. and be funny and be good for the show but do you find that that seeps into what you feel like is your real personality? Yeah, well, I don't know. Well, Pete, you can say, so am I, am I, yeah, what, you, you, what you see what on screen your... is it me in real life? Yeah. How long have you guys known each I... other? Six, five years? Four, four years? Whoa, I love how you, like, I love how you round that. that up. I was actually being so like, nice there. I have like 10 years. He's like, no, less than that. So <laughs> okay, we'll make it cooler. Like, we're from the roots, man. We, we're from Compton. We're, we're wow. from straight out of West Brompton. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Working together properly for like a year or yeah. so. Yeah. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 
Um, yeah, I'd, I'd say you're pretty similar, actually. I think I am. What, but when I was watching Chelsea back in the day, mm. to meeting you. Don't you lie, baby. You <laughs> run, run, run. <laughs> when I was watching it's, back last Monday. <laughs> Seasons one to three for twelve hours straight. Yes, we're both huge fans, Jamie. We're huge fans. It's a big deal for us. Yeah. Um, no, quite similar. Yeah, like no. When we stop recording, I don't think there's much. Of no, the, the, I don't think it's some people. You're an extrovert. Are you an introvert? Yeah, it depends most of the time, yeah. But you're an extrovert as well. No, I'd say I'm an introvert. Well, really? I would not hemis- say that. Hemispherically, I'm different. Well, I used to be a, I'm an extrovert in, a, in, in New Zealand and in, in, in London, I've been mostly an introvert, but I'm becoming more of an extrovert. But why is that? Why is that? Confidence. I'm always Do you a think real, it is? Yeah, I'm a real beta when it comes to being um, you know, in, social, in social situations. I don't. I don't love talking to people. So I, I so love, you, so you, <laughs> but that's but you. I love this. I love talking to someone one on one. Sure. I don't like. I find bigger situations stressful sometimes, and and like. You know. But you. But those are the. I. I. If you're an introvert, I don't think you are. Maybe you are an introvert. Depends on the situation. Depends on the situation mm-hmm. with yeah, everyone. Yeah. yeah. But I think that. I, do you know what? The, the, this is so this is the issue. So if I, you guys would be great. You're the the, the late bloomer. You're the people everyone likes by the end of the holiday because. Did you just you, call us the late bloomers? No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are, yeah, you guys yeah. are like, you guys are like the ugly duckling, and in the end, you're a beautiful swan. Okay, but it's wow. true. But I reckon so if you guys went like a group holiday, or like if you went like orienteering for like a week with, with like a group of people, by the I end of the it, letter, yeah. they'd be like Rose, Pete, yeah, yeah. Mm. With me, if you go orienteering or rock climbing for a week or whatever it is, with me, I'm literally like blah, like like a shotgun to begin with, and so by the end, they're like. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> she just do people uh, on group holidays? Do you do you have that? No, I don't. But it's also I don't leave anything to the imagination. There's no mystery. So what's your what's your star sign? Scorpio. Mm. Oh, what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> I I don't know anything. I don't think I don't know anything about apart from my own. But but I, I will research it later. <laughs> but I think that that's the that's the difference between me where I go like that. Mm. But what do you think? So when you did you have the sort of cycle? So what was your biggest issue when you were going on? So was it just did, did it give you or what was the biggest co- thing that it gave you did it give you confidence being on stage is that yeah. what you gained the most out of do you think uh no 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 I, I don't have confidence I, I feel I feel so stressed out before going on stage like I don't feel um I don't feel overwhelmingly positive about it but I do Why? like it you're so I've just got good. A, but I, yeah, but I've got I do have um I've got enough confidence to do it but I think it's just more out of the fact that I like making stuff and I like performing it and I I don't know what I don't know why I keep doing it. I think it's because sometimes you you also do love the feeling when it goes well. You're like, but also Fuck, you're I'm good do at it. Again. You do like a, I mean, it's like a proven mm. concept. As in, like, yeah. you can't be more celebrated <laughs> than, than what you've just you're won. So that's the best stuff. No, it's just stupid. But those things are stupid because I feel, I feel like I, don't I still feel like, feel like, it like means I'm not anything. worthy. <laughs> no, it's not, but true. It, it's true because I mean, those things are so awesome, but also ultimately they don't mean it because there's you know there's so many comedians. Comedy is everything you know everything is stupid it's you like know. you're in Star Wars and you'd be made a Jedi and you're still like going, I'm not a Jedi <laughs> I am a not a Jedi but a Jedi would be humble as fuck you know what I mean you know, yeah, you're Jedi. still humble as anything right? I think I think I think for me I always have found that uh, I, I found I feel like being I'm really hard on myself 
And I feel like oftentimes that makes you better because you are harder on yourself and you become better and you're more critical of yourself. So your work becomes better. Sometimes it's shit and it means that you're too hard on yourself and you don't have the confidence to go up on stage. So it's a real delicate balance there. But um, I think, I just think that everyone should, you know, comedy is stupid ultimately and no one should take it seriously that but, but, much. The, but the problem is people do that that's it. they do that's yeah. so funny that you say that it's so true because comedy is meant to be fun it's meant yeah. to be silliness however it is also a job so yeah. you then yeah. have to you have to have that balance between making it serious oh, and totally not, right? and it's a fucked up thing to put something like a creative like thing like it's very transactional sometimes yeah. you know with comedy it's like we've paid you're gonna make us laugh we don't give a shit yeah. that you might not be our sense of humor or yeah. anything like that because you just need to provide a service you need now. to give us what we want but yeah. then also if we were gonna talk about fun if you were right now in your situation if you could say okay I would like to be have a career like this person mm-hmm. who would you go this is the person that I love or and, and not saying that you you um, want to follow in the footsteps but kind of how they're congratulating things throughout their life well, who would you love to I replicate? genuinely never like was like I want to be a comedian when I was 50 like, it was never the thing I was like I'm gonna be i i'm shocked that i'm still doing it well, like, i'm like, truly shocked. i've only kissed I like don't four think... boys i know what's gonna get me <laughs> laid think... i'm gonna go make them laugh i don't think i'm naturally i genuinely don't think and it's not even like a bullshit humble thing. i genuinely don't think i'm naturally funny i think i'm if you knew me uh, like if you knew me uh as a person in real life you'd be like fuck she's quite miserable and quite sloth like <laughs> i i am like i'm like a sloth a sloth lady i i'm so like not high energy like i'm on stage and stuff i i always want to you definitely be, you know, are high energy high energy it's just it's just yeah. i think I think people get confused is that you have to be like people say you have to be high energy all the yeah. time and like, no you don't you yeah. in in situations you have high energy mm. when you're willing to give that energy yeah, yeah that. True. and that's a way better yeah. way to be than what i sometimes have where i go i got to be in the whole time hey guys <laughs> What's happening? You having a fun day? Ha ha ha! It's like Armageddon happening. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> well, I mean, I think yeah, I I think for but for the career, the, yeah, the who career would you thing, pick? Oh, I always wanted to be a director, and I still I still have uh, uh, when I was younger, that was actually all I wanted to be. I wanted to be a film director, and then as a teenage girl, you're kind of um, pushed out of that um, in terms of uh, boys, but, you know, because because <laughs> girls can girls can do that. Well, no, not girls can do that, but I think when uh, there's a certain point when you're a teenage girl where uh, you get edged out of the tech side of it uh, and so boys know more about like boys are more encouraged to get into the technical side of filmmaking and I think girls are why because 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 it was like no you're not gonna do that you're a girl you're not well gonna I mean it's it. just down to like the expect like I mean there's a crazy lack of female directors and screenwriters and all completely, of that really. like, yeah completely and, and it's I only think it just is, started you know, coming right yeah and I think it is in that sense that like I think also, the concept of a director is uh, very singular and not collaborative sometimes. And I think that's something that's against the instincts of how you socialize girls. So I think, but I think um, uh, I want to do that. Uh, people like I look up to like uh, Taika Waititi, who is um, a director from New Zealand. He did he just did Thor. He did um, um, heaps of stuff. Does stuff like Flight of the Concords and all that. Um, he's incredible. He started in comedy. Richard Aoudi, he started in comedy and he's he does amazing Direct, but this is where your career decided. Do you know what is so interesting? You say that, which is so true. There's a book called Outliers, which is all about like luck in a sense. So mm-hmm. they talk about um, ice hockey players. Ice hockey players. The the average age, the average ice hockey player, like seventy percent ice hockey players are born from August to November. What? Yeah, because when they were younger, uh, if you're born in August to November in that year, you're much bigger and stronger than the guys born from January to really? thing. Really? And so wow. as a coach, you focus on the bigger players because ice hockey 
you when you're younger. It's just about how big and how fast you can go. Yeah, so they're coached more, correct? Yes. And this is so funny you say about with girls. Mm. Girls growing up, right? Okay, uh, you know, you got boys and still probably the day boys, you know, you play New Zealand, right? You're playing rugby, you're playing hockey, mm. you're doing these things. You're just like, boys, boys. And that's what makes you cool, right? Mm. In a sense. Yeah. And everyone wants to fit in. Yeah. That's, that's, you know, especially at that age, you want to fit in. And to be, to be cool as a girl... Really, it's about whether the boys are going to fancy you and uh, if you're being invited to the right parties and all those kind of things. So you're mm-hmm. focusing on the wrong things. So the, And so a girl saying, I want to be a director or I want to write comedy or I want to do this, that's not cool. It, it's probably not seen as cool, well, really, in a sense. Yeah, so therefore, you're not really fitting in. So you're going against the grain. Mm-hmm. And that's probably why there's this lack of you know, females doing these kind of things because it's not the cool thing to do. But in fact, when you grow up, motherfuckers, you realise that it is the fucking cool thing to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's we've, got to ma- we've got to make it a cool thing to do. I mean, I think it is a cool thing, but I think it is genuinely down to, like, when I was a teenager, like, I think... You know, it'd be boys with their fucking arty boys would be like, yeah, with their DSLRs, being like, yeah, I fucking got a new lens for my DSLR, it's fucking sick. And it's like, you know, and it's, it's also, and it's also Sorry, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. I've got a new lens. I've got a new lens for my DSLR, DSLR, you know, fucking sick. But no, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a social thing, it's a financial. That's so sweet. <laughs> that was my, that was my impression. No, yeah, that's my impression. That's my impression. I do a good character. I'm trying to develop it of like um a teenage boy who's like into film, but like doesn't understand that a girl would be into film. Be okay, like, go for so it. Like, so, so what you see you see memento <laughs> but did you did you get it though did you get it did you understand it because it's kind of the narratives kind of like all over the place um so there's a, i love memento as well it's exactly what i'm talking about it's so it's true exa- oh it's like are you see so you seem recruiting for a dream <laughs> so you say as you know it's about drugs right yeah, all that drugs. Yeah. you know do you, have you done like because yeah it's just pretty it's pretty wild um it's uh, so true it's it's such like it's, it's like it's very like a a, a a teenage boy who's trying to be super arty yeah. into it like you you wouldn't you, you know memento <laughs> oh yeah holding holding knowledge over someone you know in that yeah. sense you know and it's still a thing it's though. power because yeah, it's it, power, oh, yeah. yeah and it's like it's like something that's just for 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 for, for boys so i think um uh, but think, but yeah, when you also so when you when you go back to New Zealand yeah. and you and you go and you 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 fly in in your private jet, obviously because that's what my I have. gold private jet is very <laughs> heavy. It takes a lot of fuel to get a off gold the ground. Private yeah. jet, and it kind of lands like you know, yeah, the heaviest thing in the world. Heaviest thing, yeah. such a bad decision, but yeah, yeah. I'm more than now. And you land and the the red carpet rolls out and you're mm. in Auckland and yeah. you're like, here. Do people go? Oh my fucking god. It's Rose Manifest. No. Do they do they do that? Because I, I it, New Zealand, forget all the rugby players. Yeah. I think the only famous people I can think from New Zealand is the guy from Jurassic Park, Sam Neill. <laughs> yeah, a yeah. great choice. Uh, yeah, yeah. What a hero. He's a, and and Friday the, the Concord. And now that new movie, which I freaking love, which is Sam. What is it? The guy from Jurassic Park. Sam Neill. Sam Neill. Water people. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Um, I I I, I worked on that script. Did script. you earlier? I, I had a um. Well, because Taika he. He, he set up a, a film kind of um, thing um, called Picky Films. Yeah, that they made it with. But I'm so glad you enjoyed that because yeah. It's so have you Ju- seen it? It's, it's so good. Julian Dennison. Yeah, what we do in the shadow. Julian Brilliant. Dennison, the kid that was in our sketch show uh, back in New Zealand, our sketch show that we made. D- cool. but the, and now this kid is now in something else. I've just he's seen. He's in Deadpool. Deadpool. Mm-hmm. That's what he's in. Wow. Exactly. This kid is killing it. He's from New Zealand. It's very cool. So I reckon it's literally like <laughs> you three are literally like. <laughs> I really not it, though. It's like if the Beatles suddenly went back together. It's literally like <laughs> you guys. God, get shit. the band back together. Fuck. <laughs> if I can meet Sam, I'll, I'll be 
you I, never I'm met Sam Neill? I've never met Sam Neill. I'm so I'm obsessed with him. I drink I've drunk his wine before. He's got a he's got Probably a vineyard. Yeah. yeah, two paddocks. I um, I really think I really think number? you should. I, mean, I think <laughs> you should tweet you. you that used to work here, really? Sam Neill, yeah. But I really feel I feel like I feel like you I should. If he follows me on Twitter. Yeah, I feel like you should tweet him. Look, I feel like tweet with with now. with Franz Ferdinand the other day. I feel like you should tweet him and say Sam Neill. Should I say I think Sam Neill should follow me? Kind of weird that Sam Neill's not following me. Maybe. Yeah. Kind of weird. Say, 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 I feel like Sam Neill should follow me. He is now inside me because I've drunk his wine. Or <laughs> say something. Say something. Wow, and it's real. I can see why no. You, oh, he follows me. No, he doesn't. He does. He follows <laughs> you. He, yes. We did it. But he follows, he follows 42,000 That doesn't people. matter. Give a shit. Follow him and tweet him now. Tweet him now to say, hey, All Sam. Right. I feel Sup, like, Sam? To say, to say, hi, Sam. I hi, freaking Sam. love you. That is insane. Maybe that's a high Sam, big fan. <laughs> big fan. Do you know how insane that is? I don't have anyone famous like following me, really. Really? Well, I have a few people, you but do. no one, no one like, like not, you know, Dr. Grant from Jurassic Park. Yeah, he's pretty cool. He was 47 when he was in yeah, can Jurassic we, Park. That's what I just have to say. Yeah, he's, 46 or 47. He's always been old. I mean, that, he's, always been old. he's always been... I probably, he's been young at some point. Yeah, no, no. I probably, he, he, he's always been old. Morgan Freeman's always been old. I mean, mm, never. That's and true. Ed Harris, always been old. I mean, like... Yeah, and, yeah. And Hugh Grant's, <laughs> Hugh Grant's always been middle-aged. He's, no, he's been young. Do you think he's Hugh been Grant, young? of course. Notting Hill. I mean, you mean middle-aged like 30? I don't know, maybe. Fuck, what kind of Hugh Grant era films are you watching, bro? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You've seen Notting Hill, man? It's, I it's love, all about you. Is that, why you came, is that when yeah, you came to... Came you were to like, I... Now, Bridget like, Jones, man, I, honest to God, well, I was obsessed with Bridget Jones. Uh, you were? I was obsessed with Bridget Jones' diary, you know, for all my teenage years. Like, genuinely. And so you were literally like, you're, you know, you're like, you know what, guys? Fuck you guys. I'm mm-hmm. going to England. Yeah, I'm going to become bu- a star and be like Bridget yeah, Jones. Yeah, I've been to Borough <laughs> Market and scoped out film, the filming locations because I know that sh- that film's so well that I could tell where the door of her flat is and the geography oh of like, yeah, it's, it's quite psycho. <laughs> if, we're actually, if we're actually going into it, it's pretty it's psycho. It's not great, guys. It's not great. Rose, hey, darling, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Listen, you know, you are going to be the biggest star. Honestly, (laughs) you really, really are. You're charming, you're charismatic, you're funny, you're everything. And uh, you... You know, you're just going to reach the stars. So I can't congratulate you. Yeah, yeah, and take me with you (laughs) when you do. All right? Because I am holding on to your ankle. Um, Rose, thank you so much. We can follow you on Instagram and we can get you on Twitter. There's Rose Matafeo, right? Yeah, yeah. There's an underscore on the Twitter one because I I fucked up and I got my original Twitter name, but then I forgot the password. (laughs) Okay, sick. So there's an underscore on there. And we can check you out. You're going on tour again soon next year. Is that Um, right? uh, Yeah, I'm I'm doing another couple dates in January at Soho Theatre in London. And... um, um, but maybe maybe I'll go on tour I don't know honestly guys go and check her go out go to she's, Southport yeah, yeah, yeah go to Southport where she's performing no, go, go and check out London she's incredible thanks to our sponsors Now TV the streaming service as well Rose what we'd like to do at the end of the episode uh, is leave our listeners with something inspirational oh cool okay so um, this is a, oh, I actually have a mantra that I've um, have, I live by um, that life is like um, applying sticky back plastic <laughs> to a new school book uh, sometimes you will get a bubble because you didn't put it on properly and you can take a ruler and try and push the bubble to the side but then that will just create some sort of crease so maybe you've got to live the bubbles 
sometimes. Oh, I love that. It's my favorite. Yeah. Right. Thank Maybe. you so much. I appreciate it. I, I, listen, guys, I will be back next week. So much love, peace, harmony, glory. <laughs> Auckland Girls School. <laughs> Bye. Thanks, what? <laughs> Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.